Brooklyn's Radio at the Walton and Weybridge Regatta here today on the towpath at Walton on Thames. I just thought that we would uh, set the scene uh, that we've got here uh, today. Uh, the regatta actually starts just from Walton Bridge. Uh, if you know Walton uh, Marina, it's really almost at the entrance to Walton Marina. And the course is about a mile long towards uh, Sunbury. And uh, there are a lot of races organised for today, about 200 races. Uh, competitors have come from all over Surrey to take part in this uh, regatta, which has been going for over 100 years. It's extremely well organised, and uh, the various races, there's single skulls, uh, double skulls, uh, up to the eights. And it's very competitive. Most of the local schools in the area have got uh, teams here. Most of the local rowing clubs have got teams here. And uh, Brooklyn's Radio is here for the whole day. Now, uh, in fact, the weather is a beautiful day today. A little bit chilly in the breeze. Uh, The wind is blowing from an easterly direction. So, in fact, the rowers will have the wind uh, behind them. So, speaking to the race organisers here today, they're expecting some very fast times. As I say, the breeze is more than breeze it's quite a strong wind and uh, we're going to get some good times today otherwise it could be said that it's ideal uh, rowing conditions with the wind behind on a nice sort of sunny day a little bit breezy at the moment it's currently 13 degrees here by the river thames uh, it should go up to, i think it's going to be one of the hottest days of the year according to the met office uh, but i'm sure the breeze will actually keep the temperatures feel um, feel a bit cooler um, we've got a, a position here near the finish line and the races are extremely competitive, uh, and this is, as I say, an extremely well-organised uh, regatta. Organised, uh, it's the Walton and Weybridge regatta. Uh, lots of barbecues here, ice cream stalls and so forth. And if you've got nothing to do today, do come down. You can just come along the towpath. Uh, there's a very good public address system, which you can possibly hear now in the background, giving uh, details of the various races, who's winning and so forth. And, of course, um, the, uh, the winners of the various heats go through to the finals. We've got some finals at lunchtime today and also some finals at 6 o'clock this evening. Uh, part of the river is uh, obviously coned off for the races and the normal sort of pleasure boats are sort of pushed over to uh, one side. So we'll keep you up to date with everything which is happening here at the Walton and Weybridge Regatta on Brooklyn's Radio down here at the uh, at the Thames with Clive Capel, who's uh, been very much involved in this for quite a long time, I believe, Clive. Yes, good morning, Anne. I, I, the regatta started in 1880, and contrary to popular belief, I wasn't actually involved at the beginning, although we do have a number of members who uh, have been involved since at least the late 70s, which is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, I tend to do things like publicity, and I produce the programmes, and I have the pleasure of giving out the prizes, or at least announcing the prize winners. Uh, I, usually, I usually ask the president of the regatta to, to give the prizes away, because he does it very nicely. Right, OK, and I know you've got a lot of um, different rowers here to Day from many different institutions so we've got schools i believe and different rowing clubs from around the place how far have people sort of traveled today we're delighted to say that bryanston school who come up all the way from dorset uh, and wellington college are here 
Uh, it's great to see people who will come to this regatta from so far away. It's a very well-run regatta. I, in my role as a junior coach at Weybridge Rowing Club, I go to a number of regattas, and I have to say, of all the regattas I go to, this is one of the best run, and it's not because I happen to... Well, I'm not really involved in organising it. I just do bits for it. Um, but it's, yes, we get clubs, um, senior members of clubs, junior members from clubs, and schools as well, which obviously are only junior members, so any, anywhere from the age of 13 up to 18 Right, so today we've got all ages, or we've got adults and children. What, what have we got today? We have a mixture of juniors from the age of 13 uh, up to 18, and then seniors start from 18 up to 27. And after the grand old age of 27, you're what's called a, a master. It used to be called vets, but I think they've changed the terminology to masters. So that's adult rowing, and we've got a lot of, um, lot of adult rowing this year because there is a big demand from senior rowers, adult rowers. There's an awful lot of events to do with juniors, um, but less so with masters rowing. So they've put a big effort this year into encouraging masters rowing at Walton Weybridge 2015. OK, and so these, there's no university boat clubs here today? Uh, I think there might be one from um, University of Surrey, but I can't remember offhand. The University of Surrey usually do enter a crew, and sometimes we have the Metropolitan Police as well. I'm not sure whether they're here today. Right, so mostly at schools and sort of local rowing clubs. And I don't know a huge amount about rowing, but I can see we've got some fours out there. We've got fours, eights, twos. Yeah, singles, doubles, quads, fours, eights, yes, octos, all sorts of things. They, it all, it's all to do with the number of people in the boat and the number of blades that they that they have so if you're thinking about rowing as you would have seen on the thames in the oxford and cambridge boat race that's that's rowing that's what we call sweep all uh, and if that's one blade uh, one row one oar in both hands so you've got four people in a boat with four blades that's a four but if you've got four people in a boat with eight blades that's a quad so it goes doubles quads octos pairs fours um, eights is the way it works okay i think i get that and um, how many boats would we would you have racing at any one time i mean it's not particularly wide here at the river is it just two 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 together yes here we just do two aside racing there are some events marlow regatta for example they do three abreast racing and then you get the big events at uh, dorney lake or uh, Nottingham or Strathclyde, where they are um, six-lane six racing. But here it's wide enough for two boats. And that gives... The, the good thing about that is that um, it gives each competitor the chance to see how the other competitor is doing. And if they're falling behind, it gives them the impetus to spur them on to try and overtake them. So it's good fun for the competitors, as well as for uh, those watching. Absolutely. And I think it started quite early this morning. Am I right? Just after half past eight, and we go through to just after half past six this evening. Wow, that's a long day. And is everybody here all day, or do they do their bit and go, or, or just stay if they, if they go through to a final? Is that how it works? We, a few years ago, we, we changed the regatta so that it's now in two distinct sections, because here we are in June, and a lot of youngsters are studying for GCSEs. And we found that it was very difficult for some of the youngsters, particularly doing GCSEs or an A-levels, um, to spend the entire day here so about five years ago we changed it and we have the morning event and the afternoon event so somebody could for example 
do a morning event, then go home to study. But many of them, if they can, they'll do a morning event and an afternoon event. So they are here all day. Right. OK, well, I've got two doing A-levels at the moment, AS and A-levels. I know that a day off would actually be quite good for them, you know, to get out and get some fresh air. I mean, they're studying so hard. Um, and it's quite windy here today. Has that helped the, the rowers? Well, it can be a help and hindrance. In a way, it, thankfully, it's a tailwind, which means it's pushing them down the course, which is quite good. The only problem with, with wind is that um, because the course isn't absolutely straight and the wind isn't coming absolutely from the tail, it can push them slightly into the side. So they have to be a bit skillful on that, which is no bad thing, really. And the other thing, you have to learn how to feather your blades differently uh, if, you're, uh, if you've got a tailwind or a headwind, because... As you turn the blade square, the wind can catch the blade and that can rock the boat and, and it, it, it can cause the boat to sort of wobble a bit and that can be a bit disconcerting for those who aren't really experienced. OK, well, that's all very informative. Thank you very much, Clive. It's been fantastic to talk to you and maybe we'll catch up with you again later. Indeed, yeah, come and talk to us this afternoon and we'll see uh, how it's all gone. Lovely. We're back on the Thames and um, we are watching race 76 which is wellington college versus charterhouse and that's the junior 18 double skulls so wellington college we have hardacre and walker and we have for charterhouse walton and organesian not quite sure if i've said that correctly so they are on the way now it looks to me from where i'm sitting that charterhouse are definitely in the lead very strongly probably at least a couple of boat lengths i would say they're on the Surrey side. They're on the Surrey side. Thank you, Alan. Just uh, inform me of that. Oh, yeah, they really are charging ahead now. Good old charter house. Once they, uh, once they get to the finish line, we should be able to hopefully catch the uh, winners and, and talk to them about their training. And we'll walk down. OK, so we're just talking now to the winners of the Junior 18 Double Skulls, the first heat. So you're from Charterhouse. So you're, what's your, your names? I'm Andy. Andy? Alex. Alex. So you've just won. Uh, you've just beaten Walton, uh, co- sorry, Wellington College by, um, th- sorry, your time was 3.21. Is that a good time for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a very good time. There's good weather today and I think we perform well. Yeah, but apart from the balance issues, everything else was good. Good? Yeah, because in that time, power won over the balance, so it did work quite well. I know you've, you've now got to um, race against Buell Bridge, who I don't know if you know, they've just beaten Wellington as well, um, and their time was 3.04. How does that make you feel? Um, it makes us feel competitive. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a good race, and I hope we well, come out winning. Yeah, we'll have to push this time quite hard yeah. and work on the balance. But yeah, good day, good day, and yeah. I think... And, I think and how long have you actually been training for this? Um, we've had one session together in the boat before, so about half an hour. Oh, so the two of you don't normally uh, double no, up? because I'm 16 and we're racing in 18. Different age groups, because I'm 17 and he's 16. I'm one age group above and he's racing two age groups above. Okay, so you should be doing your GCSEs and your AS levels today, or not today, but revising? Yesterday, yeah. yesterday. Yesterday. I've just come I've, Well, my exams are just next year because I'm doing pre-use, so... Yeah, so no exams until next year, so I'm feeling quite... OK, language is arts then. <laughs> OK, so I think that sort of um, concludes everything. Thank you very much, boys, and Thank good luck. You. So here we are now at the Walton and Waverage Regatta, and uh, the races are actually running a bit behind time, and uh, we're with uh, Clive here. What's the reason for the delay in the races, Clive? 
Well, I think initially there were some problems with um, the large cruisers that come down the river. And of course, it's their river too. We share it with them. But sometimes they don't always read the big yellow notices that say, please don't go on the course. There's a navigation channel for you. So they sort of barge through. And, and then we have to stop the racing. And then it backs everything up. Um, and then you get problems with maybe junior crews who are finding difficulty backing onto the stake boats. And so they take a little bit longer than the three minutes allocated to them. And it all sort of tends to back up and become a bit of a, a muddle after a while. It must be quite tricky regarding the stake boat. What do they do? Well, the stake boats are little dinghies that are anchored into the riverbed. And in each dinghy there is a, a, a junior member of Walton or Weybridge or Cranmore Rowing Clubs. And their job is to grab hold of the back of the boat, the stern of the boat, uh, so that they don't sort of swivel all over the place. You ought to have some big signs up there then, Clive, about uh, the race taking part. (laughs) Well, we do, but unfortunately people who drive big cruisers don't seem to think it applies to them. No, that's probably a bit unfair. There was one incident particularly badly this morning, but sometimes um, we do wish people would look at the signs that we put up at great um, cost. Yes. Let's have a word with the spectator here. Um, we're on Brooklyn's radio. You are? I'm Martin Denny from Thames. Yes. So uh, how are things going today? Um, I don't think we've got very many people here, actually, from, from Thames. I'm, I'm more in the commentator role later on this afternoon. All right. But it's always a lovely regatta, Walton, and I remember it when it used to be on the, the Walton Mile with the finish up by the Miskin's Lawn, which is, of course, now built on. <laughs> And uh, commentating, this is announcing the results of each of the races? Yes, it's, it's uh, giving background information, announcing who, who's actually competing, the results and the sponsors who are very important. Yes, yes. You've done this some previous years? I've been commentating since I gave up umpiring. You have to, when I retired from umpiring, um, in those days you had to retire at a certain age. Now you can go on as long as you're not gaga, but I wanted to remain in the sport, so... I started commentating. What's, what's the role of an umpire? The umpire is to make sure that both contenders or crews um, don't impede each other and get to the finish without, um, without any, any uh, un- untoward incidents. And if there is a, an incident, then he adjudicates and sorts it out. Uh, and presumably then uh, there are rules that the uh, rowers need to abide by. Yes, there is the rules of racing, which the umpires know and uh, get examined on, um, and they then interpret the rules uh, during the race. That's very interesting. Thanks very much, and uh, good luck with your commentary. Thank you very much. And uh, with me, I've got two rowers who've been rowing together this morning, Katie and Alex. And what race were you in? And we were in Iron 3 eights. And what is that? Um... It's a sweet boat, and it, yeah, there's eight of us in a sweet boat. Right, and I don't understand. What's a, to our listeners? What's a sweet boat? It's basically just rowing with one blade, oh, so right. just one oar. Yeah. And how many of you in the boat? Um, there's eight of us rowing, but then we also have a cox steering oh, right. us. Oh, right. This is like the uh, the Premier League of rowing, isn't it? Eight in a boat. <laughs> Could say that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Alex, what sort of time did you get? Um, 
I think our coach said it was under three minutes or something. Was it? Yeah. So anything under three minutes is quite a good time. Um, yeah, I guess for an eight, it's yeah, good. Indeed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Katie, uh, how long have you been uh, rowing? Um, I've probably been rowing about three years, two, All right. two and a half, three years now. And you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, which club are you rowing with? Um, Eton Excelsior. Is, is that a really good club? Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. All right, yes. <laughs> and you're with the same club, Alex? Yeah, I'm at the same club. Yes, in and uh, three years again? Uh, yeah, just just about three years, yeah, just over. Yeah. And who were you racing against? Um, I'm not sure. All right. Oh, Westminster. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Quinton, yeah, Westminster Quinton, composite. So you're through to the semi-finals? We're, it was straight semis, so oh, we're through to okay. finals now. You're in the finals? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you got high hopes? Um, yeah, we're hoping for a pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, do you, uh, are you both sort of going to continue rowing? Because you're just, I mean, without trying to ask your ages, I mean, you're still obviously, you know, still a lot of talent to come out yet. Yeah, we're still quite young, I guess. Well, we've only got one more year in juniors, but yeah, hopefully at uni or something, might carry on. Is this the first time you've been to Walton and Waverton Regatta? Um, no, they also have a head race, which is a winter race, and it's a bit longer than this one, and we've raced there, but I didn't race at this regatta last year. Oh, all right. And it's a winter race, so what um, month is that? Um, it's just, it's the other side of Christmas. All oh, right, so. okay, but cold. It's cold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold and long. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck in your final then. And uh, thanks for talking to us here on Brooklyn's Radio. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm here with Robert Moore, the president of Walton and Weybridge Regatta. Um, Robert, just explain to us a little bit about uh, your, what your role entails of being president. Well, the role of president really is to greet people, meet people, talk about the regatta and... Um, as you may have might not seen, I've been presenting some of the prizes today. We also had the mayor here as well, and she, um, Julie, presented the prizes. But the, 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 the office of president is, is the figurehead of the regatta and to go around and thank people and to talk to people and you know, make them all feel welcome at the, the regatta, which happens every year. Wonderful, and uh, of course you must uh, you must have had some some history within Walton or Weybridge uh, Rowing Club yourself. Uh, just explain what what your sort of history behind that is. Well, I joined Walton Rowing Club in 1978 more by chance than good measure. Um, I had a great friend who's unfortunately no longer with us, David Parry, um, who said the club's got a few financial problems. Do you think you could possibly come and try and sort us out? Um, so anyway, I came and was treasurer for 25 years, uh, and then I became president of the club. But in the meantime, I've been involved with this regatta since 1979. Um, I was chairman of the management committee f- for about 10 years, and then they said, right, we're going to make you president. So I said, oh, well, I suppose if you, if you, if you want to, you can. So I did. Twisted your rubber arm, as they say. Now, um, of course, there's there's huge history in in Walton um, Walton Regatta. Um, it hasn't been Walton and Weybridge Regatta for for so long. But just explain how the the two sort of came together and and this event became Walton and Weybridge Regatta for us. Well, for the listeners, I mean, if you've heard this, sometimes you may have heard this before. 
Um, the regatta started in 1862 as Walton Regatta, and it was one of the premier regattas um, for the River Thames, uh, and it was basically organised to give the um, Tideway clubs a chance to come up and row on still water in preparation for going to row at the Royal Regatta at the beginning of July. So they used to come to Walton, they then used to go to Marlow, and then they used to go to the Royal Regatta. Um, and that's at Henley, I, I understand. Henley every year. Um, and then um, things changed, um, the type of rowing changed, um, you lost a lot of the very big boats, the eights, um, and top class eights didn't necessarily come. So if you like, the status went down, but it continued for Walton as Walton Regatta um, way up until about 10 years ago um, when it was decided that we felt, that, or it was felt by the management committee then, that we ought to involve more of Weybridge to make it felt it was more of a Walton and Weybridge operation, not just a Walton operation. So it was decided to change the name uh, to Walton and Weybridge Regatta. Also, the style of the regatta has changed. Um, now we don't get any, so many senior crews. We get a, It's much more of a junior regatta, which is when we turned it down. It used to be rowed upstream. It's now rowed downstream. And it, the course is only about 1,100 metres. And we start just above the anglers and row down to where we are sitting now, overlooking what was Gridley Miskin's uh, wharf for his woodyard. Yeah, just by Walton uh, Walton Rowing Club, and a fantastic uh, new building you've had in the last uh, f- last few years. Yes, Walton Rowing Club um, was rebuilt um, in in two thousand and ten, um, so it's been up about five years. Um, if you saw the shack that was there before, three shacks really, <laughs> you could tell us why we needed a new. <laughs> but it just so happened we raised the money, the club raised the money, um, and we had a lot of self help, and that's why we've now got the most fantastic two-storey building that is there now. And it's something, if you're on the riverbank, you ought to come down and have a look at it, because it is really something to see. Yes, certainly is. Now, of course, you said that um, there's not so many senior crews um, uh, at present um, in, the, in the regatta. However, don't you think it's a, a, a really good sort of grassroots, uh, grassroots area for juniors to be getting into the sport? Oh, very much so, um, and, I mean, they've got to have things to do. I mean, and, and, the, and rowing, to, to a certain extent, has become more junior-orientated um, because of the pressures for the, if you like, the 20 to 30-year-olds um, who, unless they're really going to be top-class oarsmen, um, you know, they've got, unfortunately, got to go off and get a job. And yeah, because it does take a, a, lot of, a lot of time. We often see, you know, the youngsters out on the river at 6am and you know, late at night. So, you know, it's great that their commitment is there. So, you know, fantastic that juniors are getting into it. Very much so. I mean, um, that, I mean, when I was doing my little bit, I mean, you know, it was lucky if we came out twice a week. I mean, now it's a seven-day-a-week um, you know, um, operation really. Um, they might have the odd day off, but basically, if they're going to do any good this day and age, they've got to put everything into it um, to make it worth their while. Of course. And and just talking of Walton Rowing Club itself, you mentioned that um, there's a number of other regattas that go on, uh, Marlow and uh, and of course Henley. Um, do do Walton Rowing Club compete in those those bigger events? Oh, oh, very much so. I mean, I'm not quite sure what we're hoping to. Put in. I know we're hoping to put in something for Henley this year, um, and we should probably be going to Marlow. Marlow is no longer rowed on the river, of course. It's rowed at Dorney. Correct. Yep. Um, but I mean, there are other regattas now. Every weekend between now until oh, 
the end of July or, or early August, um, all the way up the river, right the way until the last sort of, I suppose, river regatta is Maidenhead regatta, which is in, um, I'm trying to think when that, when that is, it's about the 12th or something of July this year, 10th or 11th or something like that. So thank you ever so much, Robert Moore. That's Robert Moore of Walton and Weybridge Regatta. Thank you, Robert. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. And we have uh, race 115 now, which is sponsored by Brooklyn's Radio. Yeah, the Junior 18 Double Skulls. And Charterhouse College versus Buell Bridge. And there uh, is an outstanding winner there. We'll just wait for the result there. But certainly in the heats beforehand, uh, Charterhouse did 3 minutes 21 and Bluebridge 3 minutes 04 so one would expect Bluebridge to be the uh, the winners today but we're just waiting for the judges to uh, make the radio yes indeed so we've uh, now confirmed that it's uh, Bluebridge that has uh, beaten Charterhouse by many many lengths and that's the Brooklyn's radio sponsored race the junior 18 double skulls we have another race to sponsor later in the afternoon and I'm now with two of the winners today, just receiving their tankards. They're from Upper Thames, Sam and Phyllis. Good afternoon. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and congratulations. And uh, what did you, what, what have you, what race were you in to win? Um, I won the Women's Novice Single Skulls. Right, and you? Uh, I raced up a year in J16 Women's Singles. Right, okay. So, so how long have you been with Upper Thames? I've been with Upper Thames um, about eight months now. Right, okay. Is that And did you row before then? Yeah, I did row before then. I, d- I, I did sweep and not scull, though, so hence the novice sculling today. Oh, right, so it's a bit different. How long have you been training for this? Um, for the uh, for the single today, a couple of months. Right. So. How do you find singles? Yeah, <laughs> technically difficult. <laughs> it's been a challenge, but um, one that's well, hopefully paying off. Yeah, because it's all up to you, isn't it? You haven't got anybody else to worry about. There's nobody else to blame when it goes wrong. <laughs> how about Phyllis, and how did you find today? Um, I found it good. I was very tired after my third race in that. It was quite difficult. Yeah, and, and it's quite breezy today, isn't it? Was it a bit choppy out there? Yeah, it was quite difficult to steer. There was a lot of obstacles in my way. Oh, quite... really? <laughs> right, OK. It's a fairly straight course. There's a little bit of a kink, isn't there? Yeah, and there was a bit of wash from a lot of the cruisers as well. So. That, that is a problem, isn't it? Although half yeah. the Thames is sort of, you know, got boys alongside. Yeah, they don't really straight. slow down properly, do they? No. <laughs> so are you off to another regatta soon? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to Marlow. That should be good. Right, have you done that one before? Uh, yeah, I've done it before. Right. It's good. How, how about you, Sam? Um, I'm jumping in the deep end and going to Henley Women's in two weekends' time. With um, This time in a double, so uh, that would be nice to be with somebody else. Oh, great. That would be absolutely marvellous. OK, we'll wish you every success with that. Thanks for talking to me today. Thank you very much. Thank you. And now with two uh, winners of the Junior 15 Men's Doubles, it's uh, from Walton, it's Arden and Ed. Hello. Hello. Congratulations today. How did you find it out there? It was quite tough. Yeah, Yeah, the first two races were easy, but that definitely lulled us into a safe uh, safe sense of security. Oh, right. You you, you won the first couple very easily, did you? Very. Yeah. What sort of times? Uh, We don't actually know the times. but Only for the final, which was three dead. Oh, that was good. Three dead, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So have you been rowing together long? Uh, No, this is the first time out for us. (laughs) Really? Yep. Okay, they belong to the same club. So how was it decided you two would be in the doubles then? Um, there was no one else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they made the right decision somehow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm rowing an age category up. I'm actually 14. Really? Are you allowed to do that, are you? Then? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so uh, how long have you been rowing, eh? Uh, two years. Okay, and why did you start that? 
Uh, I started with school, and uh, I was quite good at it, so I decided to join a club. Right, okay, how about you, Ed? How long have you been rowing? I've been rowing five years, and that's because my parents rowed before me, so... Ah, it's all in the family, then. It's proud parents, then. Yeah, definitely. And and how do you find the course here? Uh, Well, we row it because it's our home stretch. We find it fairly easy, but still, with the boys, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, and and some of the uh, craft going by in the other lane must cause a few problems with the wash. Yes, it does. And a bit bit breezy and choppy today. I mean, it's keeping keeping you cool, maybe, but is it creating trouble in the water? Um... Not too much trouble. Um, not for it, you, anyway. No, it is, it is a challenge for everyone, but uh, not too much trouble. Right. OK, you off to do any more regattas? We've both got more races. Oh, you more races this afternoon? All oh, right, what are you in this afternoon? Uh, I've got a J14 Octopole, which right. is my age this time. Right, and you? And J15 Quad. Oh, right, OK. Well, best of luck to both of you. Thanks Thank for talking you. to us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here with John Burnett. I have a wonderful array of trophies in front of me. John um, looks after these trophies. He's going to explain a little bit of the history behind a number of these trophies. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Dan. Yes, I was secretary of the regatta for a number of years, so I got to know the trophies quite well. And um, just to give a bit of history, the regatta was founded in 1862, a long time ago now. And in those days, uh, for the first year or two, first few years, the winners of individual events would receive separate prizes, individual prizes, and quite valuable ones. Then after a little while, someone gave um, presentation cups for the individual events. And the, the, the most spectacular one we have here... Yeah, let's just explain that, John. This, this trophy here is rather, rather large. It's got some fantastic swans. It's got chains. It's, it's, as I say, it's huge. It looks, um, looks marvellous here. And, uh, you know, we've got all the winners on the plaque at the bottom. And, uh, yeah, so, John, that is, um, let's have it, it's called the Challenge Cup Senior Four Oars. Uh, when was that first, um, first, first given, John? It was first given in 1871. In fact, I can read you a piece from the Surrey Comet of that year. There was a notice which said... Walton-on-Thames regatta. This regatta will take place on Saturday the 8th of June, Saturday the 8th of July, beg your pardon, when a grand challenge cup of value over 100 guineas will be competed for by senior fours. A lot of money back then, 100 guineas? 100 guineas in 1871 was a fortune, <laughs> even then, and a lot of a fantastic amount of money now. So that was raced for for 100 years and won by some very distinguished rowers. Wonderful. So let's let's move on to another uh, another a trophy here. We've got a, what looks like a tankard with three handles um, from 1875. So as John just said, it started in 1862. So this is you know fairly early on. Just uh, let's explain this one, John. Well, it's called scratch eights, and scratch eights means that um, usually towards the end of the regatta, people can just put, write their name down, pay their five shillings probably in those days, and jump into a crew and race, and. So you get crews from competitors from a number of different clubs all racing against each other. Quite a lot of fun. Not serious, not trained crews, but just people enjoying the rowing. And they they would give the winning crew or the winning crew members a prize. And each crew member got one of these huge tankards to take home. And this is is a huge tanker, John. This would probably fill maybe ten pints of beer if we can uh, can just imagine what that would be. So that is a lot of of fluid in there, John. Yes, um, it's quite out of proportion with anything they get nowadays. They just get a single one-pint tanker to take home. I'm not sure I want to win that one, John, having to put that much alcohol in. Anyway, um, let's move on to something else. Um, we've got this other huge, great trophy here, in m- much keeping with the size of the first trophy you mentioned. It's very tall. It's got um, one, two, three, four, five, six 
six uh, rungs of, 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 of names on it. It's absolutely phenomenal. And uh, yes, it's, it looks like it could be from one of the Grand Prix, maybe, but no, it's, uh, it's here at Walton, uh, one, Walton Regatta. That one dates from 1901. Not quite as old as the others, but as you say, quite remarkable that it was a custom in those days to engrave on the trophy the names of the winners. Or they would perhaps engrave them on a band which was put around the base. So that was done every year, and of course, over the years, they ran out of space, had to have another, another stage, another tier of the band. So this band, or the, the, the base, is now almost as large as the trophy itself. It certainly is, John. Okay, wonderful. Um, now, John was explaining to me the, the history behind um, what looks like a, a wonderful picture frame um, of, of what was a professional race, am I, am no, I right? No, I'm, that ro- I'm the, wrong, that was John a, will explain. That was the trophy for the single skulls. But some very high-quality people would come and race in it. Because in those days, as I was saying, the Henley was the apex for row, rowing in this country, and it still is. still is, yeah. And people would not generally not appear at regattas, or not the, the best oarsmen, until maybe a month before. And there was a build-up over three regatt- four regattas. There was Walton, Reading, Marlow, Henley. So Walton was the first time when the, the very best oarsmen would come out, and the best scholars. And many of the scholars whose names are engraved on that trophy uh, then went on to win at Henley. And there are a lot of international names there. Wonderful. Excellent. OK, um, John, we've got one final trophy we're going to just gonna have a quick chat about. Um, the Jack Town, Townend Trophy, Memorial Challenge cut from 1926. Again, it's a rather rem- remarkably large trophy. Um, John's just picking this trophy up and I can see us gleaming in it. Uh, I think he was up very early this morning giving this one a shine. Do you want to just give us a bit of history on this one, John? Well, I, I can. This was a trophy that was competed for at the old Weybridge Regatta, which um, ceased around about the end of the Second World War. But Jack Townend was a famous Weybridge oarsman. In 1924, Weybridge Rowing Club was selected to send a crew to the Olympics in Paris. And one of the members of that crew was a man called Jack Townend. Very sadly, he was killed in a motoring accident shortly afterwards, and the people of Weybridge subscribed to produce this, this cup, which was then presented at Weybridge Regatta. Hence it being the Memorial Cup. Indeed, indeed. Wonderful. Well, John, thanks ever so much for giving us a, a little taste of the history of some of these cups. Um, it is uh, it's fantastic to see all these trophies, and uh, they are going to be handed out to every, everyone today. So, um, once again, thanks ever so much for being with us here, here today, John. It's a pleasure to talk about these trophies, or these tankards, these tankards, these prizes every year. Thanks ever so much, John. And I'm now with the winners at Intermediate 3 eighths, and it's uh, from Whitegift in, in Croydon. And who am I with here? Uh, Giles Matthews. Okay, Giles. And, uh, and uh, how many heats were you in? Uh, it was just one straight to the final for us. Oh, well, that was pretty good going, yeah, wasn't pretty it? lucky for us. Yeah, and good race, obviously, for you. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Right. What position are you in? I'm seven. Oh, right. Is that good or bad, really? <laughs> well, they're, they're all pretty similar, to be honest. Right. And who am I with here? Uh, Dylan Narendra. And which position were you? I'm in, I was in the four seat. Right, okay, so how long have you been rowing? A long time, since <laughs> J14. Since oh, J14. Right, really? So you, you obviously enjoy it, and uh, how long have you been with Whitgift? Uh, since year seven. Oh, right, oh, right, you've been a man and boy sort of thing. And who are you? I'm Luke Haslandon. Okay, do you enjoy today? Yeah, it was great. All right, are you doing any other regattas? Uh, we've 
we're preparing for Henley now, if possible, to try and go for the Henley qualifiers, so that'll be good. Right, so that's coming up soon, the qualifiers for that? Yeah, at the end of June, I think. Right, well, it's hopefully held you in good stead, and who am I with here? Uh, I'm Louis Mack. Oh, right, and, uh, and uh, how long have you been with Whitgift? Uh, I've been at Whitgift since year six, so pretty much all my secondary school. Oh, right, yeah, so you've grown up, you've got quite tall by now. And which position were you in? I was in the TC. Oh, right, okay, is that good? Um, yeah, I was... I, I'm usually in T seat, so. Oh right, so that's your usual position, yeah, yeah. And who am I with here? Tyler Dano. Hello, Tyler. And uh, how long have you been uh, training for this? Um, quite a few weeks, actually. Yeah. Um, not, not. Yeah, yeah. Quite when you remember to turn up? Yeah, actually, I, I've managed to turn up to quite a few sessions. I'm quite proud of that. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Okay. And who's this? Gabriel Kwaikong. Hello, Gabriel. Are you all right? Have you enjoyed today? Yeah. It was a bit, bit blowy, though, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Did that do, cause you any problems? No, not really. No, no. Just a problem on the state so boats. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> how do you find the coordination amongst all of you? It's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Got a good rhythm going, obviously, yeah. today to win. And who's this? Uh, Matthew Johnson. I go, Matthew. There's so many people in this team. It's goodness <laughs> yeah. me. Okay, Matthew. And you've been with you for a long time? Uh, yeah, I've been since year seven, like most of the guys right, here. Okay, yeah. Have you done many regattas? Uh, yeah, quite a few. It's my fourth year rowing. So. Oh, right, okay. Have you been successful before? Uh, yeah, had a couple of races before. Bull Cup, we've won some races before. So you've got one or two other tankards around, uh, have you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And who's this? Uh, Will Dickens. And what position were you in? Uh, I was in six. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, how did you find rowing together then and keeping the rhythm going? Um, I, I, I quite like the fact of rowing where you're with your other crew and you're just really trying to like, keep it together and... Just that, that aspect is really, really good. And I think today we did a good job of keeping together and rowing as well as we could have. Very satisfying when all of you get together like that, I'm sure. And this is? Edward Hayes. Hello, Edward. And uh, how long have you been rowing? Oh, five or six years now. Yeah, about like the rest of you, really. And what were you doing? Uh, I was in uh, five. Trying five, uh, okay, yeah. Keep the power of the boat going. Is that what it is? Yeah, you're the you're the power force are you, yeah, behind all yeah. this. Yeah. All of you rowing in unison. Was it was it quite tough doing all the training? Um, it yeah, there was a lot of commitment involved in rowing. Yeah, um, I know you're often out early in the morning or late afternoon yeah. after school. Yeah, definitely yeah. six six in the morning on Sundays, that kind of thing. Yeah, and you're doing this during the winter, I guess, as well. Yep, there's it steps up during the winter, so uh, even more. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, congratulations today. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations to Whitgift. They increased their leads to nearly two and a half lengths as they approach the finish area. And here we are with the first of the uh, semi-finals for the Brooklyn's Radio Novice Twos coming through down at the moment. We've got... Windsor boys are five lengths ahead and just crossing the finish line, taking Molsey um, uh, in second place. Well done to Windsor boys there in the Novice Twos. And we've got the second of these heats coming up in a moment, and that's with... Whitgift School, uh, Boat Club, and our very own Walton Rowing Club. So uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be supporting the Walton Rowing Club there, everybody. And the result of that race of Novice Double Skull, sponsored by Brooklyn's Radio, was that the Windsor Boys Workman and Hunter won by two and a half lengths in a time of three minutes and ten seconds. Right, well, congratulations to them, and we look forward to the next seat. Yeah, it was two and a half lengths. Apologies for that. It wasn't five. That was a bit, uh, bit of an oversight on my part. Well done to, uh, to Windsor Boys there. Well, we were hoping to bring you news of the second semi-final between Wickham School and Walton Rowing Club. However, Walton have uh, c- uh, cancelled um, on that fixture, um, putting Wickham through to the final against the first semi-final in which Windsor Boys won. Um, that semi-final, sorry, that final will be a little bit later on, and we will bring you news of that when it happens. 
And I'm now with Jan Fuller, who's the Mayor of Elmbridge this year. Congratulations, Jan. Thank you very much. Uh, it's great to be here today. Aren't we lucky with the weather? Absolutely. I can't believe it, and what a wonderful event. You know, I've heard about this so many times, but I've never been here before, so I feel extremely honoured to be here this year. Excellent. And uh, how are you finding things as Mayor, then? I suspect you're getting to lots of th- places and things in the borough. Yes, you know, it's amazing. So much goes on in this borough. So many wonderful organisations doing such incredible things in the borough and so I've been delighted to get out and meeting people and just saying thank you very much for all the good things that you're doing. I just get exhausted today just looking at all these rowers in action, these young people. They said to me why didn't I take up rowing? (laughs) I'd be worn up out just climbing in the boat. Absolutely. Now I know as mayors every year have their chosen charity and what's yours? My chosen charity is an organisation called Spark. Now, I was rather, rather shocked to find out that one in 30 children born in this country will have a life-threatening or a life-debilitating illness. That's very high statistic. I know. It means in every classroom... One child is going to have something wrong with them. And Sparks fund research into all of these illnesses. Many of them aren't life-threatening, but we've all encountered mumps and chickenpox and rubella, which can have dreadful effect on children. And what Sparks do is they help researchers to find ways of dealing with these things. So I think it's a pretty good cause, and I'm out there fighting for them this year. Great, so uh, obviously a lot of uh, fundraising events and things to go on for that this year. There are indeed. I've got a great big football tournament at the Leisure Centre on the uh, 18th of July. We're having a seven-a-side football tournament and uh, Barclays are lending us the FA Cup for the day. So we are going to have a great day there and everybody's welcome to come and join in and the Leisure Centre are opening the doors for free taster sessions for the day. So you're mad not to come. Right, what's that date again? 18th of July, a Saturday. Right, well, we look forward to that then, Joan. Thanks for talking to me today. My pleasure, thank you. And every success during your year as mayor. Thanks a lot. Well, I'm with the ladies from Mortlake uh, Rowing Club, and uh, they win the IM3 category. Um, who have we got here? Uh, I'm Kat. Kat, and, and how do you feel the race went? Of, of course you won. Um, did you win uh, by a long stretch, or was it, uh, was it a tight one? Uh, it was a great race, actually. It was, uh, we won by about a length and a half, so we had to work really hard all the way to win. Um, and it was a really good sort of confidence-building um, experience, actually. Excellent. And who have we got here? I'm Tamsin. Tamsin. And uh, so uh, you, you obviously work with these girls regularly. Are they good girls to work with or are they hard work? Yeah, no, they're brilliant. Um, I sit in the bows and shout at them all. So, <laughs> and they all they were really good. Yeah, we've had a really good time training. Um, it's been really fun. We're quite a new crew together, so it's been really nice for us to be able to come and race and have a good competitive race where it was a length and a half instead of like big distances. And it's they made us work. Race, actually, isn't it's it? our first race together, yeah. So... So, yeah, great to have a win on our first one. Excellent. And who do we have here? Uh, I'm Rachel. Rachel. And uh, so tell me, um, uh, how were the conditions out there today? Uh, they were really good, weren't they? A pu- the it was a head... It was a, it was a side wind. Yeah. But actually, it was, it was fine. It was nice water. Um, Yes, and nice and warm as well. Beautiful and warm. Wonderful, absolutely. And how do you, how do you like it down in Walton and Waybridge? Obviously, you're just up the rim, Mort Lake. We do, do we like it down here? Are we going to be back? Uh, absolutely, love it. Really, really nice. Really enjoyed it. Good experience. 
Good stuff. Well, thank you ever so much, ladies, and good luck in whatever you may do from here on in. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Skulls final between Windsor Boys on the Middlesex station, the far side, and Wickes Fall on the Surrey station. So we've now currently got the Brooklands radio-sponsored final. This is the novice double skulls between Windsor Boys on the Middlesex side of the river and Whitgiff on the Surrey side. Whitgiff have a, a lead at the moment. The crowd are riling up for uh, Whitcliffe and, uh, and Windsor Boys. Windsor Boys getting close to the edge of the river now. They need to uh, get back on course. They're coming up to us as we speak, as you hear. Whitkiff need to steer away. They're ever so close. They're coming through. They're just in the lead at the moment. It's a close race, and they are crossing the finish line. Whitkiff are the winners of that sponsored race by Brooklyn's Radio. And I'm now with the winners of uh, the Novice Two Skulls. Um, that's Whitkiff. Uh, congratulations, boys. Thank Who you. have we got here? Tyler Dano. Taylor, um, fantastic race. Um, you. Were you leading from the start there, or, or we did were, you? We, we pulled away at the beginning, and we, we just kept kept the pressure down. And always the best way to keep the pressure on from the start. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Yeah. And and how were the conditions out there for that race? Um, they were quite good actually. I mean, it's the sunny day, and the water's not too bad. And obviously, you're with, you're with the flow of the river, so maybe yeah, that helped you a little bit. Excellent. Mm. And uh, and who have we got here? Louis Mennington. Louis, excellent. And uh, so you guys obviously know each other very well, work very well as a team. Have you have you raced a lot before, or is this uh, uh, one not, of you? Not as um, a double, we haven't. But we've we trained for this for a couple of weeks. Um, we haven't raced much as a as a team, but we're just happy it worked in the end. Excellent. And so just, guys, explain the novice sort of category for me. So novice is the first category that uh, any age, can, age group can go into. And if you win a novice race, you go into intermediate three. And uh, from there, if you win a race, you go into intermediate two and intermediate one. And so novice is basically the first step. And then we're planning to... So the, in- the intermediate step now for you guys. Yeah. Libby? Yeah, it should be fun. And, and where would that race be? Where's your next intermediate race then? I don't, I'm not sure. It might, be, it might be Thames Valley Park, but we're not sure. Excellent. Well, guys, well done. Um, thanks ever so much. And um, we'll get that out on the radio for you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks. I'm here with uh, Clive Capel, assistant coach at Weybridge Rowing Club. How, how has the event gone today, Clive? Very well. Yes, I think so. We had a, a few problems earlier on with uh, errant cruisers who can't read. Uh, we had a two capsizes well three capsizes one lad got back in the boat and finished the race to applause from the very well-mannered crowd um the wind was a bit of a pain but didn't in the end stop anything the sun was shining most of the time uh and we have lots of very happy faces which is great and people coming up to us and saying thank you very much for running a really enjoyable, fun, slightly old-fashioned but traditional regatta. So, yeah, we're very pleased. But old-fashioned is good. You want to bring a bit of that history that, that is here at, at Walton and Weybridge Regatta back to what it, what it was once. Uh, and, and, and tell me, um, as the event, um, do you have more people attending these days? Is it going to be bigger next year? Are there better plans in place? Or tell me about that. To be honest, it can't be better. It can't be bigger next year because we're already rowing from half past eight in the morning to half past six at night without a break. Um, 
we've got 61 races or 61 different events in with with something like 280 races they're just unless we started at seven o'clock in the morning which isn't going to happen we just can't physically can't fit any more in they're three minutes each race is run at uh, three minute intervals there just isn't any more space so we've really hit maximum capacity well that's great that, that it, it has reached such a fantastic capacity and, and tell me about the quality has the quality of rowing been good the quality of rowing is is is, is variable from very much beginner rowing through to some really superb pieces of rowing um you've got to bear in mind this is this is very much a club event and therefore there will be very variable types of rowing variable standards all the rowing has been good it's all been good natured it's all worked for everybody um i think it's been a great day today good excellent well clive thank you ever so much for speaking with us and uh i'm glad everything's gone well thank you very much thank you very much for brooklyn's radio support as well Uh, that's always appreciated and we'll see you here next year absolute pleasure we will see you next year clive thank you brooklyn's radio loving events in surrey